Welcome to the Kingdom Influencing Podcast, and I'm your host, Derek L. Calhoun. KIP, for short, brings you an exclusive look at the nature of humanity as we interface with culture and society in and out of our relationship with God. It explores the unique and contrasting position of having a biblical worldview versus a secular or societal worldview. I will explore these topics using the powerful and dynamic tools of the didactic narrative, teaching a relevant truth through storytelling, biblical exposition, teaching Bible principles, and of course, real talk. My background scans a diversity of over 35 years of work in education, government, law, ministry, business development, and consulting, respectively. Each guest speaker will bring a variety of wisdom and insight to life topics and situations that we encounter on a daily basis. So all I need you to do now as listeners is to sit back and enjoy the podcast, spread the word about KIPP, the Kingdom Influencing Podcast, and I will be your host, Derek L. Calhoun. That's hashtag K-I-P, hashtag K-I-P. Help me to make KIPP your favorite Friday podcast. Now, let's get started. Hey, Kingdom Influencing Nation. This is the fifth and final episode of the Power Series. Uh, I hope that you have been blessed, that you've been sharing this series. I have had a blessed time sharing it with you. And there's one more, um, the power of hell and high water, the power of hell and high water. And as controversial as that may sound, there is a power that can be pervasive in our lives and yet put the wind in our sails. So let's discuss that. Let's get the right perspective on things and because it's all about perspective. Let me give you a, uh, an example. The other day, I literally, uh, my wife and I were in the bed and it was probably around 10 o'clock at night. And for whatever reason, there were U.S. military jets flying so low that it felt like they were going to crash into our building. I mean, the, the place was rocking and it was just like, unnerving as you know it's one thing when they're way up in the air it's another thing when you can see the bottom of the tag numbers uh, as it races past your house that's a whole nother other and uh as i was thinking about that i, I said to my said to myself like wow you know uh that can put the fear of god in you and god spoke to me he said now there are people who live all over the world who are in a setting where they hear these kinds of jet planes, fighter jets, bomber jets, all day, every day, and every time it flies by, it's a hit or miss as to whether or not a bomb is going to be dropped in their neighborhood or a bomb is dropped directly on their home. And so I say all that to say that oftentimes we complain and we, what we call hell and high water is relative. It's relative. It's relative to what part of the world you're in. It's relative to uh, how God is dealing with you and dealing with your people. 
it's it's not a one size fits all but it really gave me a balanced perspective because there are people that deal with this every day in the middle east in afghanistan um parts of europe i mean it's just crazy so we we are blessed we are really really blessed so we want to pray for our brothers and sisters in afghanistan we really want to lift them up we want to pray for our brothers and sisters in haiti we want to pray for our brothers and sisters in China. We want to pray for our brothers and sisters in different parts of the world who are being antagonized in some cases by organized governmental leadership. We want to pray for our brothers and sisters in, in North Korea. I mean, there's so much antagonism towards the faith or toward Christianity in other parts of the world. We are very, very, very tremendously blessed, and we need to thank God for it and recognize the benefit of knowing him for the pardon of our sins and keeping us in the midst of the storm. So again, I leave those uh, notes to you um, so that we pray before we go to bed at night, before we start complaining, before we think we got it bad or you know, we missed an appointment or something like that. We need to understand that people are going through much, much worse. And we're blessed to be in the situation and the setting that we're in. Amen? Amen. All right. So, uh, the power of hell and high water. The power of hell and high water. I, th I believe right now, guys, that we are experiencing some very dark times in our lives and they are part of the human experience it's like you can't get around it you have to go through it and these things are hurtful these things are painful these things are incredulous um, and we'll get into more why I said what I said but then we understand that the Bible says that the sun shines on the just and the unjust in other words it rains equally uh, on the lives of good people and the lives of bad people. So everybody has a good and bad season going on in their lives. It's how we deal with it. It's how we acknowledge it. It's how we posture ourselves for it. In life, the rules of engagement suggest that absolutely no one is exempt from the seasons of light and the seasons of darkness. No one can get around this. We all have to address these seasons, either embracing them or trying to avoid them. But in essence, if you embrace it, it will release a new you. You must embrace the thing that will bring the best out of you. Uh, amen. So, so, so let's look at a simple agrarian solution. A simple agrarian, I say agrarian. I'm talking about farmers, and I'm thinking of Gideon when he was threshing wheat in the wine press. But the fact of the analogy about uh, threshing wheat in the wine press, you're trying to get the best uh, uh, crop from uh, the wheat. In the same way, if you have grapes, you have to step on them in order to get the best wine or grape juice out of the crops. So here's what people don't understand. You want orange juice, you gotta squeeze it until the orange is disfigured, until the pulp 
is no longer in its former position until the seeds have dropped into the container. Uh, no matter what we do in life, olives, get olive oil again, the olives have to be crushed. That's the nature of getting the very best out of humanity. What hell and high water does is produce a setting that allows the best, the greatest, and the highest and best use of an individual to come out of them if we don't forsake the process. It's a process. And we can't say, I don't want to do this, I don't like that. We have to say, you know what? As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. So if this is what I have to go through to become the man of God or the woman of God or to bless this next community of believers, then so be it. Amen? So it's a, it's a, a process that we all have to learn to embrace, especially for those of us who uh, call Jesus Lord. If you call Jesus Lord, there's no way around it. If you want to reign with him, we have to suffer with him. So then understand this. Dark seasons are divine. They're divine experiences that test our resolve to hold on to the faith. We have to hold on to the faith. Dark seasons come in two major forms. And it sounds simple, but they do. Hell, form one, and high water, form two. Hell is meant to take you to the depths of despair and desperation. When everything around you seems negative and everything around you seems contrary to your success, that's a hellish situation. But that hellish situation has been customized just for you to develop an outcome that brings God the glory. So you feel like all hell has, focused, has a focused attack on your life. It is here that you learn the depths of God's love. It is here that you learn the power of his grace and the sovereignty and truth of his word. In other words, his word is magnified above anything that you could ask, see, or think. His word, because whatever God says, it shall come to pass. It cannot be negated by human circumstance. God's word never returns unto him void. So we need to understand that, all right? So then watch this. Truly no weapon formed against you shall prosper no matter how deep you tumble into despair. It may seem like you're done, but God's got a plan. Now, on the other hand, high waters give you that drowning effect, that sensation of being overwhelmed. And you uh, are in a process of uh, a reality that overtakes you. You know, it, it just overtakes you. You just feel like, man, I, I, I can't do this. The objective of high waters is to stretch and strengthen you by making you feel you can't do or take another thing it is in that moment that now what moment that the lord moves it's that now what moment you ever been in life and you've been going through going through going through and now you're like oh my god now what okay it on the other hand breaks reliance on friends or even self-reliance because it strengthens your relationship with God because you will not survive this season without reliance on his power and his grace. It's impossible to survive seasons of hell and high water without him. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. Thy rod and thy staff comfort me. We need the presence of God. 
We're passing through, but we need God's power. So watch this. These twins, power and grace, release the total fury of God, but they also release the anointing of God that lies dormant in the depth of our souls unless triggered by this twin power. And when hell and high water comes, it is so invasive, it causes things to happen in your life that you did not think existed. All right. A new you comes out. The best you comes out. All right. The pain of this twin power activates God's plans and purpose for your existence in the earth. Here's the bottom line. Nobody wants to tangle with the tangible wrath of the twins, nor the elements of their perfect storm. Don't nobody want to deal with hell and high water. You just don't. But you're going to have to. It is a devastating experience and a debilitating process, debilitating process that calls for you to lose yourself in him. We have to lose ourselves in God. I mean, just forget about it. Lose yourself. Don't try to fight it. Embrace it. Pray over it. Lord, give me the strength to, to go through this situation, to embrace this circumstance. I know this is only for a season, for a short time. I know this has an expiration date. I know this is not to destroy me, but to build me up. And so, Lord, give me the strength to do what I need to do. So remember, hell and high water come in the forms of the things you wish you, you would not wish on your worst enemy or the experience you thought would never happen to you. Let me say that again. Hell and high water come in the form of things you would not wish on your worst enemy. Okay? Nor would you want this anybody to experience what you thought would never happen to you. This is a transcending place of growth. When you encounter that space in life, where you experience something you never, ever dreamed would happen to you. Because sometimes we build our holy cocoons and we think, you know, God, we're special and that's not going to happen to us. And these things won't come our way. Won't, we won't have uh, the door being knocked in by these situations and circumstances. But I'm here to tell you, if you're going to fulfill the divine presence and the divine anointing on your life, these things shall come to pass. So it is the experience you thought you would, you could not survive. And in the flesh, you can't survive. It requires us to dig deep in your relationship with the Father. I mean, praying, getting up in the middle of the night, seeking his face, believing God against all odds, believing God against the sounds of, of, of overcoming but that's not your sound for overcoming. That's your sound for enduring. It's, it's that season you must endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. So you see, without this relationship, you will not survive. The hell and high water experience exchanges your greatest fears for the latent power of God. So remember this. God will sustain you during this dark season. But the attacks of the enemy are relentless. It can go on for a few weeks, a few months, or a few years, and it can escalate in intensity. But as it escalates, you are also growing. You are also getting thicker armor. You are also becoming more resistant 
to this kind of attack because you understand that God's got your back no matter what. The good thing or what I call the God thing is that it does not have the authority to destroy you. Hell and high water cannot destroy you. Doesn't have that authority. However, it does have the authority to test you. Through it all, God will be your sustainer though, no matter how hard it seems. The power of hell and high water acts as a catalyst to release the power of God in your life. It will, if you hang in there and fight, I guarantee you it'll release a new you, a more powerful you in Christ Jesus. So in our time of weakness, the scripture declares, Christ is made strong and his grace is sufficient in our time of need. So whatever you're going through right now, I want to reiterate this one more time. His grace is sufficient in your time of need. Let's keep each other lifted up in prayer. Let's continue to fight the good fight of faith. Let's continue to bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in our mouths. Let's continue to give God the glory. Let's continue not to look down on other people or other situations, but to look up from where our help comes from. Our help comes from the Lord who created the heavens and the earth. That's where our help comes from. And so we need to make sure we acknowledge that, that we are not in despair. We are not downtrodden. We shall live and not die and declare the works of our God. God bless you, Kingdom Influencing Nation. Hold on to these words. Hold on to what I just told you because if hell and high water hasn't come, it's on its way. Love you guys. Take care. See you next week.